And we are live once again from Russia, from St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg. In a slightly more chilled out setting than we were earlier on. Just met another tarot reader. That really? bird I was just facing another tarot, tarot, tarot reader. I'm just thinking, really? is this a bit of a scam as well? That they're all tarot yeah, readers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just come and they find foreigners and they're all just like, oh, yeah, I'll read your fortune. We had a fortune with old, the old Brucey bonus and then they, it's a £500 bill. Yeah. Smacked on a bit. Exactly. That's very strong. I didn't realize tarot was such a big thing here. But, so. Well, they are very much into their horoscopes, aren't they? So yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So here we are. And uh, it's time for a more reflective one this time. I think, obviously, not so many worldies uh, charging past. So this is going to be a little bit more philosophical, a little bit more mellow. It's kind of late in the evening here as well, isn't it? It is, and we're picking and choosing our battles because we have tomorrow we're going to do date day, probably. Um, and we're going to do some a bit of filming. And then the next Friday, Saturday is going to be some late night footage charging around. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah. And then Monday we're going to be asleep. Probably. <laughs> Monday die. Yeah. But we've got a quote here from uh, Mr. Frederick Nietzsche to kick things off. And it says, and those who were seen dancing were thought to be insane by those who could not hear the music. Can we do it again? Discuss. Yeah, no, it's a, very, <laughs> it's a fucking good, when you were reading out a few Nietzsche quotes, I was like, yes, that's a good one. Yeah, let's go one more. And those who were seen dancing were thought to be insane by those who could not hear the music. Ooh. So what's that basically, how can we, um, assimilate that into relevancy for what we're about well what's he really trying to say here those people you think people are an idiot who are having a good time let's say if you can't hear the music right? if you can't appreciate the beauty of what's happening around you, if you can't appreciate the beauty of life then it's very easy to scoff and it's easy to cast aspersions on people who are enjoying or or Maybe it's not even about enjoyment so much. It's they are pushing life to the furthest degree, right? So the answer or the admonishment is you've got to listen out for the music in life, right? And the music in a metaphorical sense. You've got to listen out for that music in life and um, be ready to dance to that tune. And, um, God, this is all getting very metaphorical. No, I like it. It's, but, good. it's good. It's good. But uh, there's a serious point here, isn't there? You know, we've both made the decision to, I guess, live not off the grid. That would be going too far. But we've made a decision to to live our lives in a, a different way to, to perhaps the norm. And th there probably are people who would look at it and think, well, this is insane. What are you guys doing? Why are you, you know, why are you living life in that way? But those people can't hear the same music that we can hear, you could argue. Yeah, I, I think, read it out one more time. And those who were seen dancing were thought to be insane by those who could not hear the music. Yeah, I, I think it's about kind of, I don't want to get to some red pill, black pill stuff, but it's about swallowing that, that pill of take action, you know, live life on your own terms, do what the fuck makes you happy. Relating yeah. it to a, a kind of a social sense is actually putting your head above the parapet, isn't it? And, seeing a hot girl and going for it yeah um, and just making it happen and and it's a, i remember you know kind of looking into this industry uh, at the beginning uh, when it was more gamey and being like 
Well, I was intrigued by it. I think it's one of these things where a lot of guys will get involved in day game stuff that do some coaching with us or blah, blah, blah. And they'll try and drag their friends into it. And their friends yeah. are like, what the fuck are you up to? It's weird. Yeah. You kind of have to find the stuff on your own. You have to have that deep existential me- like reason why you want to get into it. It's almost like acting as a calling. Like people talk about ayahuasca, they feel it's calling for ayahuasca. Yeah. It's a bit like this, isn't it? Yeah. You have to kind of hit a, a plateau or a bottom of your dating life to think, right, I'm going to do something different. And so outwardly in, it, it, it does look like a weird industry. I've got close friends, acquaintances. You think, why well, do this fucking weird? Because they're not, yeah. they're unable to kind of see through the vein of, yeah, see the music. Yeah, see the, yeah, see the, hear the music and see the music. See what we're actually about. about. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you could say, well, what are, what are we doing? Sitting in an anonymous hotel lobby um, at nearly midnight in, in Russia. I mean, why the hell are we doing? Right? It's, it's kind of, it is kind of crazy when you take a step back. It's ridiculous. Utterly yeah. <laughs> possible. And we're talking to a mobile phone, which <laughs> is really strange. But when you can hear the music, and I don't mean the cod jazz that's being piped into this lobby right now, but when you can hear that music, then you're going to want to dance to that tune. And that's, I think... Take the plunge and you won't go back. I mean, no yeah. one I know goes back. Everyone needs better lives for it. Uh, there's the balance of well of going too heavily into this stuff to becoming too gamey, having success parameters that are revolve around just banging, banging, banging. And whilst actually, to be fair, everyone kind of needs to go through that that perimeter at, at the beginning. Um, you know, you, you come out of that. I think oh, like, you could relate it to even something as simple as the spotlight effect, couldn't you? Because the spotlight effect is quite literally it's thinking I don't want to look foolish in front of these other people who are going to see what I'm doing and think that I'm an idiot or not get it, right? But that's just completely the wrong way to think because you're allowing your reality to be dictated by these random people that you're never going to see. It. You know? And it's all very well for them to laugh and scoff and, you know, not that they will, to be honest. Well, as, as we know, most it. women, when they see it, they're like, fuck, that's balls of steel. That's a con- yeah. that's a trigger, traction trigger, confidence, you know, that deep-seated confidence. Women love that. Yeah. Because it's, uh, like you talk about money, is almost a side effect of success. Confidence yeah. is a side effect of living life on your own terms, like a boss. You've got a very strong grip on your own reality. Yeah. Because you're completely confident in your own skin and your ability to just front up. To exactly. Things. And I think she's looking for somebody who is outside of the, no. the social matrix. Well, we talk about, we don't want to get too into terminology, but they talk about Sigma, which is a very popular term. Because I yeah. remember whenever make, someone makes a video about Sigma, basically guys who are outliers be like, oh, it's me. You know, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, there is something to be said for that, right? That kind of crossover of alpha and sigma, like you can you can operate in social situations, but you're kind of really living life in your own terms. Um, mm. and, and then the blokes on the other side, just to finish that kind of analogy of the women loving the confidence, the blokes are jealous. Yeah. You know, that's where they kind of maybe smirk at you and giggle, but they don't have the stones to do that. Yeah. If you can consistently approach women during the daytime, it puts you in the, the top 1% of guys approaching because most guys... As we all know, write books to put which are now 20 years out of date, hang around in hotel rooms wearing oversized car salesman suits. There are abuse of people online, right? Yeah. Which is, it is what it is. Yeah, but um, really just focusing on your own reality, that is the key thing, isn't it? When you're thinking about just doing an approach and you're worried about what the people around you are going to think and what they're not going to think and all the rest of it, you're focused too much on their perception of you and that's really irrelevant you know it's completely irrelevant what you should be focused on is is your reality and what you want to happen in your reality but as i say i go back to that point i i believe that women find that incredibly attractive a guy who's living his own reality who is who doesn't appear to be constrained by the social matrix that everyone else is locked into Mm. 
is refreshing in itself. Mm. And yes, obviously, if he's if he's good looking and well dressed and you know looks money status, those things, yes, obviously that helps. But there is huge attraction, I believe, in simply stepping outside the matrix and being a guy who because you know we've been walking up and down the main street in St. Petersburg this afternoon and people are leaving work, they go to and from work, but like people's lives are very formulated and very boring most of the time. And if you could just inject some excitement into that, if you can create a distraction and be something different, just act differently to the rest of the herd. You're making her day, aren't you? That's just an incredible thing. Yeah, and, and people have been blown away by kind of, I've been just telling people in conversation what I do, like or where I've been, like traveling for the last four years, essentially. And I haven't said what I do for a job or anything, but they're blown away even by that life. I mean, yeah. it's almost become normalized to me. That's this reality, but it's completely outside the box. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's attractive life to live. Um, there's some questions here. So first of all, the yeah, the There's some questions here. So do you guys actually go on dates with girls you meet in the videos of feeling for content? Yeah, absolutely. We're pushing to go on dates. You know, we've been on some dates. Um, you know, absolutely. Um, you know, we're obviously, you know, going to put ourselves more to be approaching a lot when we're on camera because it's good for guys to see what you can do. But yeah, absolutely. The girls that we resonate with, that we gel with, we're following up and obviously dating. Yeah. That is to say that the ones that we resonate with, and you know, taking a step back, we might think about it afterwards. Think, well, actually, I didn't really resonate with that as much or, or, or whatever. But certainly, the ones, you know, there's there's going to be a few each time that you do a session, whether it's on camera or not. There's going to be, you know, have a load of approaches. You're going to have some successes, some, some knockbacks, and then of the successes, there's going to be just a few that you really resonate with, and those are the ones that certainly. Certainly, I would be following up. Yeah, could we see Tusk and Troy in the stands? Absolutely, we'd love to go there. Whether it's going to happen this year or next year, we'll have to see. But hundred percent, we want to go to some stupid places. Um, we're, going to, we're going to be out with a guy who's going to show us round Moscow, uh, St. Petersburg tomorrow. He's a, he's a guy who came up to us yesterday, and he's like, "I love you guys' content." Kevin said hello, he speaks English. Cool guy, very chill. So he's going to be out on the live stream with us tomorrow for a ninety, 90 minutes or so, just showing us around some cool little spots. Um, so that'll be fun, maybe getting some of his approach on camera. We've got a student who's actually coming to meet us. On Sunday, you're going to see him approaching in this format as well, uh, which will be cool to see. So some mix-up content coming. Mm. Um, and we're going to be trying to get some of this nighttime Nighttime stuff, stuff on the weekends or the Friday, Saturday. So maybe going to bars, some high-end bars, maybe some groin, groom areas like Red Bike Street, just, just for interesting footage, right? Yeah. No cheese, no fleas. I'm a six-foot-tall Dr. 32. I've not had any success with women. I've taken the black pill. My looks are reason for my lack of success. I feel like I'm straight from the bottom of the barrel. Why don't you get in touch uh, and we'll have a chat with you? But I mean, I'd, I'd be I'd be wondering how much application you've actually you know you've tried to do because especially for day game stuff, right? It's going to take guys honestly two or three months of, of really putting in the reps to get any sort of consistency and decent level with this stuff. And by decent level, I'd say two days a week with you guys. Mm. Um, and if you've just kind of gone out and, and half-assed it from you some YouTube videos. And, and done maybe 50 approaches, that, that's symptomatic of, of you not really putting the reps in, right? It's a bit like going to the gym for, for a month and not having like an eight pack, an eight percent body fat percentage and being like, oh, this doesn't fucking work. Have you gone to a trainer? Have you consulted with one asked? Have you got some feedback on what you're doing for anyone who seems to know what they're up to? Yeah. Uh, rather than give up and just be like, oh, the world's going to the dogs. Why not, um, you know, get in touch with us and we can mm. have a chat with you about, you know, situations, send either Troy an email or myself an email, include your WhatsApp number. Interesting to know where you're based as well. And well, he says London. Okay. So he okay. says the UK dating scene sucks. I want to go to Russia, but it's extremely hard due to restrictions. It's not extremely hard due to restrictions because we both come from the UK. So, and we walk straight in. 
So it's not. Again, have you done any research on that, or are you just going on hearsay of, of people sitting around complaining about stuff? We've both come from the UK 10 days ago, so it's not. And nothing's changed in, in regards to it. Mm. Um, yeah. Get in touch, man. Like I'm, I know it's, I'm sounding a bit critical of you, but um, we can help you at least give you some objective opinion on what you're doing. You know, get on a WhatsApp call with you, have a chat about your circumstances. There's no charge for that. We never charge for consultation, just to give you some idea of where you're at. And, yeah, because we've all been there anyway. We've, we've all been, been there. We've all been there. I don't find English women attractive. Again, if you're based in the UK, based in London, that shouldn't be an issue because there's lots of international women. But yeah, absolutely. Why not mix up your circumstance and try somewhere else? Um, fuck, there's a lot of comments actually. Yeah. This is good. People are fighting. Um, we've got some other black fellas saying, Blue cheese, you're six foot two. How can you not find a fighter girl again with? You know, this this whole, like, it's just about looks stuff, stuff is nonsense, right? Oh, is, got, is, is there a black girl guy who's asking, saying to him? He's well, he's, this or... guy's no blue cheese, no fleas, is saying, I'm, I've gone fully black pill because I can't get a girl. Yeah. And then another guy has called him out going, he's obviously black pill as well, going, but you're six foot tall. Hey, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he does not compute. The circuit boards are frying. Yeah. <laughs> but he's taught. We were talking about this before, though, weren't we? And, I mean, without going into a big tangent about this, I don't, I'm a bit sceptical that, tallness on its own is as much of a silver bullet as the black girls would have you believe because i've certainly known many tall guys who were pretty geeky and they weren't going anywhere you know it, it could be it could certainly be an advantage if you're also that kind of cool confident guy who's socially dominant but if you're not you can just look a bit awkward and you know it's, it, you're, you're not going to get action just because you, you happen to be over six foot yeah there's a there's guy they're saying we should go live on Twitch, so maybe we should put that into the streams. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're, we're thinking about just setting up a joint account. Just yeah. do your joint channel. Yo, guys, you're coming out to Moscow. I can't believe I didn't see you in Patreon. Pons, yeah, send us the email. And when we come back to Moscow in about three weeks, we'll drop you we'll drop your message, man. If you're willing to charge around with us on a live stream in Moscow, that'll be some unbelievable content because the policy wouldn't that is through the roof. Ah, the crack's amazing. Um, hit the nail on the head, Troy. Being able to dance freely means you don't care what others are going to think about you or how they see you. Holy fuck, three streams. You guys are grinding. Well, we were talking about this and our plan... What's the difference? To... Sorry to interrupt, but what's the difference between the dialects? I understand Troy better than James. <laughs> <laughs> we both speak English. Spasiba, dance. Yeah, he's going uh, native. Um, yeah, what we would... What we have said so far is that we just think we're going to smash out the content while we're over here. Because obviously it's a great opportunity for us to do that. And um, we will be parting ways at some stage. Mr. Francis will be off to Berlin. I'll be off to Greece. So we'll probably be reconvening in either Helsinki or Mexico to continue this facade, the charade. Um, where was the tall girl from the live stream earlier today from, Tuss? She was actually a Russian, but she was super tall, wasn't she? To the point where I just felt... And the derogatory pat on the shoulder. Oh, well done. Oh. Yeah, like, <laughs> ruffling my hair, off you go. Um, any tips for a balding, aging man? Should I wear a cap or dye my hair? How do you say so young looking, Troy? Um, how do you say so young looking, Troy? Uh, regimented dart of gym and cocaine. No, yeah, just I mean, a bit, a, bit, a bit of luck, um, I guess, genetically. My dad's actually got, still got quite a good head of hair. And actually on my mother's side, because I think it's the mother's side, my uncle on my mother's side has got a good head of hair. 
as well. And he's in his late sixties and he's very young and athletic looking and stuff. So there's a bit of luck involved. Also, I haven't drunk alcohol for a long time. Don't really do any of those other naughty substances, things like that. Um, but I mean, it's just the stuff that people usually talk about, isn't it? Really? Ultimately, it's just trying, diet to, trying to make relatively conscious decisions, thinking, right, you know, we were talking about it today, but trying not to drink sugar. Yeah. You know, just having sugar-free shit or I guess just hitting the gym consistently like five out of six, seven days and uh, trying to constantly, when you see a food menu, pick healthy shit like yeah. meat, fish or vegetables. I mean, it's those little things. But you, I think genetics do play a role. I think you've got lucky. Yeah. yeah, I think that, but saying that, I mean, if whatever happens as you start to age, you, you have to own it. You have to make the best of it and you have to own it. And... For the looks maxes out there, anything that you want to do in order to improve that, then by all means, look into that and do it. Central London is like downtown Mogadishu. Well, you're going to see us on a copter soon doing shooting this live stream footage. Hopefully, it won't be crash landing like the American Special Forces did. Hey, I'm based, I'm based in Dublin. What are my options for getting training with you guys? We both work with people remotely. So even if you're not coming to meet us for live training, there is options. Get in touch. Send Troy an email. Send me an email as usual. Uh, they will be below. Yeah. I love short women, then get over to Mexico. Do you find Italian and Spanish women are harder compared to Eastern European women? Um, harder. Italian, yeah, I, I, I found Italian women pretty hard when I was in Rome. Spanish, no, I think they're quite out. They're quite outgoing, although a lot of English guys living in Spain say so that's hard, but I don't know how true that is. They're very, I mean, the Latin culture, they're very, you know, they're, they're very flirty. They like to... Uh, to, to you know, to get involved in everything. I mean, I think that it's, as a British person, I don't think you have quite the same exotic value for people in those countries as you do in Eastern Europe. So that there's a there's a small element of that. But, I mean, but there again, you know, you come to Moscow and it's, we were talking about this earlier on a, a, pre, on a video that we'll put out at some point, but you get attention when you come to Moscow, you come to St. Petersburg, but are all of those going to translate into full-blown successes? Probably not, right? So, courses for courses, really, I think. Lil Biscuit says, Troy, how often are you dying your barnet? <laughs> I'm not at all, actually. He's not. I'm not at all. He's not at all. Great stream today, guys. Well done. Props to you and Troy. You guys are basically pioneering creating this type of content by making it raw as possible and letting us see your skills. I hope you get a better mic sooner. Yeah, because we've been using a mic attached to the camera. We have got Bluetooth mic coming in the next day or so. So hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, we're going to have some crystal clear audio from the conversations, which I'm really excited about because it, it's been getting better and better and better, isn't it? Yeah. Now it's filming in 1080 on my phone. That's why the quality of the, the visual's gone up and now quality of audio, hopefully, you know, yeah. tomorrow or Friday, we'll have those mics. So if we, Yeah, if we can get this audio cracked, then it's... We're sort of, I mean, we're in, a, we're in a league of our own, aren't yeah. we? Oh, the crack's amazing. The crack's amazing. What are Mr. K's results like in Russia? Well, if he hasn't caught all of the STIs yet, I'll be very disappointed because the man is an absolute slayer. He also approaches like a, a maniac. I live in Crete. Oh, nice, man. Yeah, cold approach is possible. I will be, Leo, in Crete in uh, the 4th of August for about 12 days. I'm just going to be chilling out. So drop me an email, info at jamesstuss.com. Include your WhatsApp number, and we can have a beer or a shot of Uzo. Which is mm. fucking horrible. Or a mazaka. What's a mazaka? It's that. Oh, mazaka, yeah. yeah. Don't jerk off either. Why not? Why not? Blue cheese, no fleas. Have you ever gone to the Middle East? Yes. Beirut is a brilliant place for this stuff. Really, really cool, really liberal. 
Uh, haven't been to Morocco, Algeria, Tunisia. We were supposed to do a live stream with Mark Zolo today, but we missed it. So we'll ask him next time we get on a stream with him. What countries are easiest to hook up to speak English and what do I have to do to get a lot of girls when I travel? Is there a secret to it? Yes, approach is the secret. Um, and not write to them like you're writing here, all in capital letters with lots of exclamation marks and questions. <laughs> uh, approaching is the is the silver bullet route. If there is a silver bullet, it's approaching. It's putting yourself above the parapet and fucking approaching because the only limiting factor for, for a lot of guys is your ability to approach. Obviously, max out the other factors. This cherry pill we're joking about is real. Basically, non, non uh, the world is going to the dog's black pill, old school black pill, looks money status, but actually take action and be red pill aware. Understand dating dynamics, understand uh, emotional and social intelligence. Yeah, right? cherry pill. That is the new one, the cherry pill. The brilliant, this is the brilliant, the cherry pill. What a nice thing cherry is on top. Pop well. your cherry pill. Pop your cherry pill. Keep up the great content, guys. Keep up the live streams. I feel like I'm on holiday with you. Yes. Mode 10, guys. Mode 11. Oh, it's mode 15. I'm hiding behind my coffee cup. <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. Mode 15. James is so scared of rejection that he has to hide behind his China coffee cup. What book video is most pivotal in your life? So maybe just uh, three or four books that you found, maybe non-game and then game. Well, we both think Six Years of Challenge is pretty good. Six Years of Challenge is great. Those four um, books, very good. Rational Mouth for me as well. You know, those those fundamental concepts are key to, to yeah. uh, understand. Hartiste on game, Chateau Hartiste. You love that one. I, I really like that. I thought that I thought Mark Manson, Mark Manson Modern's book's very good. I think it's a very holistic way. And he basically talks a lot about self-development, yeah. which There's is a new, the, what's the new one we just read recently? The um, uh, dating dating strategies. Oh, very good. Yeah, very underrated. Robert um, Robert Glover, the guy who wrote No More the Nice Guy, he wrote a dating book off that and actually very to the point. I, I liked it. He goes up, he goes up and talks about screening for interest and just walking away if there's nothing there. Yeah. Very, very clever mindsets. I really like it. Yeah. A lot of time for that. And program. of course, can't leave the stream without mentioning The Art of Seduction by Robert Greene. And also, just outside of game, The 48 Laws of Power and Laws of Human Nature yeah. by Robert Greene. Brilliant. Brilliant yeah. books. Yeah. Really, really good. And 1984 by George Orwell. Yeah, one of, understand politics. one of my favorite non-fiction books is, oh, fiction books is Genghis Khan, Making of the Modern World, a kind of historical, actually a historical account. It's, it's not fiction. Yeah. It's just a recounting of his life. It's brilliantly read and written. Uh, are you guys coming to Poland this summer? Probably not. Are you in South America now, Tusk? No, Daniel Batista, you've been listening to none of what we've been doing. We're in Russia, Mother Russia, hence the titles of the YouTube video saying, From Russia with Love for the last <laughs> seven days. <laughs> Uh, I missed what was it? 60 Years of Challenge. Yeah, Google 60 Years of Challenge is four ebooks are very good. If you've been badly rejected repeatedly and depressed, how do you pick yourself up? Get in touch with us, man. No more whining on this stream. Like, you, it's quite self defeatist chat you've got going on here. So just get in touch with us. Best show on Netflix right now. For me, uh, dating around Brazil because I'm practicing Brazilian Portuguese. But for the average man, uh, there would be blood, bad blood. Talking about that nutcase Elizabeth Holmes building that fake blood taking company is pretty good. I haven't seen anything on Netflix for a while. We're too, too hot to handle on there. We're too busy actually getting out and doing stuff. I think yeah. that's the key premise, right? If you're actually living your life and in a busy manner, building your value, you shouldn't really have time to be watching TV. If I'm being said brutally honest, I know obviously we kick back and 20% of the time trying to have fun, but yeah, you should be going after it, shouldn't you? Uh, 
doomed W says, I realize that being courageous gets me energized through the roof, whole day is better, and I get more, more stuff done even if I don't get a number. Exactly. Very healthy mindset to have there. Yeah. So we've got five minutes left. What are, Anything you want to kind of go through, and then we'll hit that. That will take us up to 30 minutes, which I think is is uh, is great for now. It was fun this afternoon, actually, wasn't it? Like, when, when we started doing it, I was a bit, I thought, it's, it's a bit lethargic. A bit lethargic, you know. I was thinking, is this really going to maybe it's just going to go very well? Well, you know where I want to go into tomorrow, actually? Well, that torture music. Maybe we can include that on the stream. Maybe we yeah. start start in there. Yeah, just yeah. show them what's up. In the stocks. And you, you realise how lucky you are not being racked, not being put in the Iron Maiden. And mm. all you've got to do is walk out the door and speak to some women that want to actually be spoken to. I mean, that's negative connotations have always worked well. So it sounds stupid, but I'm not, never one for writing down gratitude. Like, oh, I'm happy I've got, uh, you know, my fam. Well, you're more, you're more like, I'm happy. No, I'll, I'll go into like Vice and see like uh, news of like family burned in, innocent family burned to death in Port. Uh, barrel of oil in Mexico and I'm like yeah. fuck my life doesn't seem so bad yeah, now, yeah, now yeah. I go all happy and it's a, it's a weird fucked up way of it's a reversal it's yeah. a negative connotation thing but yeah. fuck we're, we're lucky it's, it's always appreci yeah. appreciative I mean it? all of the stuff that we talk about on here and when we've done these streams talking to the Black Hill guys and stuff I mean the, these are first world problems very much first world problems I think you know if somebody if somebody else is going to take you back on you know, you walk, you walk past some fucking kids dying in the street today. Well, I, I walk past good people, you know, in the street today with no no legs. The guy was wearing back-to-front shoes on stumps with jeans on. And, you know, you're worrying about a girl flaking on you. So, fucking hell, come on. Pick yourself up. Dust yourself off. Go again. What's the Sean Connery quote? The best quote of all time from The Rock. Losers. Losers whine about their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. He says that to <laughs> Nick Cage when Nick Cage is wider about being punched in the face or something and thinking about abandoning the mission. And what's the best quote from uh, Mark Zolo of Naughty Nomad? Ah, the crack was amazing. The crack was amazing. As his heart cut the whole time. Um, yeah, any kind of final thoughts for today? Well, oh, you, you were saying, sorry. Well, yeah, right. I mean, so, and, and then it ended up being a pretty good session in the end today. So I, there is something to be said for persistence and just keeping going even when the odds seem to be stacked against you. We also need to look into and talk about mindset, right? Positive mindset and how to not, because sometimes you can, <laughs> sometimes yeah. you can, like, you don't want to negatively jinx a situation or a scenario thinking, oh, I don't know if this is going to go, go very well and everything else. So we need to think about, like, how do we, how do we have that winner's mindset? Where even if you feel like the first five minutes things maybe they're not going your way, but you keep going anyway, you keep you retain that positivity. So mm. that's I think important. Yeah, I think just realizing like you talked about, like a few a few bad approaches don't mean shit because the next girl you meet just happens to have broke up with a girlfriend, she but boyfriends. Or girlfriend. Or girlfriends, you know, you never learn something to spoke. Um and they're just they're out to, to meet people. Yeah. And it just happened today, you saw it on the stream. I had a pretty a few I was feeling pretty low energy. We had a two hour long Thai massage each today, no happy ending. <laughs> but that was straight after a heavy gym session and we were both like dead like a, yeah. a, a super deep tissue massage knackers you because you've got all this yeah. kind of, I don't know what, what happens but you're just tired right mm -hmm. so we both came out we're a bit kind of and it's really hard well. yeah we're a bit lethargic, lethargic I can't speak and um, yeah you saw at the beginning of the stream if you haven't already go back to today's stream you'll see we're both kind of a bit over the show a bit out fish out of waters a few blowouts at the beginning a few blowouts and then suddenly it turned around and we, we got in some good interactions and lo and behold yeah. We weren't doing anything differently, we just kept going. 
that yeah. was the only difference, wasn't it? Yeah. I suppose the other thing as well is to remember that you've been successful in whatever the endeavour is before, right? You know, and it can be easy, and they talk about this with athletes, don't they? You know, you've got to think about your, actually, Goggins talks about this. Right. David Goggins talks about this, doesn't he? He talks about having your war chest of successes in the back of your mind. Things where you've been successful, you've worked through adversity before, and you've won through because in, when you're in the middle of the race, it can be easy to go into an exit mindset. Um, but so much of this is about your mental state and your mental positivity. You can't afford that. Yeah. So food for thought, I think. Um, even for something like data. Very, very well summed up. And it's that 40% rule, isn't it? Of, of just keep going. It's, it's fuck your feelings. Because you know the right course of action. If you're out, um, you, you put in the, the approaches, you feel warmed up, you feel good. It's a better state to operate in full stop. Have you ever done day gaming South End on Sea? Essex? No, we haven't. I, I have been to South End on Sea with you? Tom Torero, really? actually, but we didn't do any day game. Well, um, why did you guys do that? Romantic. Uh, romantic right. getaway, yeah. No, it was actually uh, as the lockdown last year started to ease, uh, Tom turned up with the van and we thought we'd have a drive somewhere and we went to South End. Uh, your favourite subscriber is back by MVA. He <laughs> even said that. Fair play, a bit of banter. Task, why didn't get Troy to convert you film convertly film you on a date with one of the girls you met today? Um, we're trying to get away from this hidden footage. That's the that's the problem with infields, and that's why we're kind of charging around the selfie stick, because we want it to be above board and on camera. Um, because the two things that the, the things that we fundamentally disagree with on a moral point, uh, we we agree, but we disagree as a kind of a, a way forward with this industry is is candid and covert in fields. Because there's something just slightly seedy about it, if we're being completely honest. Now, the reason we've got them is because it's an unregulated industry and proof needs to be in the pudding. We need to be able to show what we're up to. And that's why we've switched to live streams where we're trying to show the camera more and get them involved. And there's no smoke and mirrors to it. Yeah. Um, on dates, I think moving forward again, what we're going to try and do is have the camera there. And it's banter. And if they're like, why are you filming? We're like, oh, we film our travels and travel vloggers. Try yeah. and keep it as above board as possible. That's not going to be possible for everything. Can, just There are some dates on my channel. Uh, there's three dates. I think there's a Brazilian girl, a blonde girl, and a Turkish girl. So you can check them out. But I'm not planning on releasing any more secret date stuff on YouTube because I think it's just kind of crossing a line, right? And we're trying to normalize this stuff, not keep it sleazy. Because imagine yeah. if a girl sees that, right? She's like, what the fuck are you up to? Like, she's put herself in a vulnerable position. She trusts you. She likes you. And then she sees a post of you on, of herself on YouTube. It's fucking weird. Let's be honest. Yeah. So, yeah. Any thoughts on that? No, I would agree with all of that. I mean, the, as I say, what we've been doing today really has been very above board because in, in nearly all cases, I think, all of those interactions on camera, they were aware that the camera was on. Well, I got a couple of messages from girls I got the numbers of today on the stream you guys saw, and they said, hey, Mr. Travel Vlogger. Yeah. And then just asked, oh, so, you know, they're, they're not fussed that they're, because it's all been there. Yeah. There's no smoke and mirrors, right? Well, I've, I've been chatting to three of the girls that I spoke to today and all of them were aware that that they were being you know they were on camera and they weren't they weren't bothered they didn't it's not it wasn't even an issue for them you know mm. um and I think that that is a healthy way forward for this and of course you know we do live in a society now where filming things is, is normalized there are a lot of people who are bloggers they go around filming stuff and we're just fitting in with that trend right yeah I agree I will be back in Belgrade in September running a boot camp and I really love Belgrade so yeah send me an email if you want to meet up but let's close the book on this once and for all final question 
Why is Tom Torreira no longer game? Oh, <laughs> every time... <laughs> We, we should do a special prize or maybe a special forfeit for the person who asks the Tom Torero question. Maybe they should have to go and do 50 Do you want to, I mean, you're, you're, I, no, I, I haven't had any contact with Torero, if I'm being honest, but, you know, Troy does know Torero outside of this and, and, you know, we don't want to speak for someone, but he's basically, for now, it seems, you know, kind of hung up his proverbial boots. You know, yeah. Foreseeable, and he may come back, but... He's, yeah, he's, I mean, I've seen, I've seen him a couple of times uh, recently and he's well and he's, you know, he's doing some stuff. He's, you know, at the moment, take a step back from the content, and um, that's that's it, really. Um, you know, obviously, he's got a right to do that. I mean, he's, he smashed it for a, for a very long time, and he's working on some other stuff now. So that, that that's it, really. There's not really a great deal more to be said, I don't think. Amazing team, you both from Augustus. Thank you, Augustus. Candid cold approach, fine. Candidate weird. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that task one. You're at least willing to disclose your stats for the trip. I'm perfectly willing to disclose straps if stats were, you know, the, the, the fundamental reason I'm here. They're not. Um, I mean, look, I'll echo this again, which is, you know, I guess um, representative of, of what I've always said. So there's no change in the stats, which is one in three approaches a phone number, 10 numbers, two dates, and maybe take one of those girls home. Those are good stats. Those are stats that have been in play for me when I've tracked them for, you know, on and off for, for, for several years. And guys that get this to a high level, those tend to be the stats where you come to. Well, what are we fundamentally teaching here anyway? Well, fundamentally, we're teaching social skills, aren't we? What we're, the proposition is you can go to a foreign country, you can talk to people, and you can talk to attractive women, and you can generate interest, you can generate attraction, and get phone numbers to take from there. We're not... It, it doesn't say on our video titles, this is how you get intimate with X number of girls in X, in X amount of time. Right? That's, that's part not, of the, that's yeah. not the, what we're... There's part of the process. Like, I've got a texting book out there which helps you take the phone numbers to dates. There's hundreds of examples of conversations of me screenshotted you can see where you've gone from taking the girl's number to a date to taking her out a date. There's yeah. also a date product out there which is a walkthrough of what I actually do on dates. But what me and Troy, the focus really is, is teaching you the front end of that process. The reason I have an approach accelerator course geared around getting guys approaching and teaching them how to do that is that is the thing they struggle with most. And that's the limiting factor. And that is really what we're helping you with uh, by trying to normalize this content as well. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a texting guide as well. Texting mastery on Amazon. Nice. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, we are teaching the front end stuff primarily, aren't we? It's not really about what we are doing or not doing in the background. Um, I just have to say the best thing I've found in my life, even though I never know you, your channel changed my life. All the best, James. Good, that's nice of you. Have you ever had a girl had, have you ever had girls who appear in videos find them after? Yeah, in the early days, I used to mix, stupidly, filming in fields, kind of, you know, convert it, Co-voting, so they didn't know about it, and then I actually go and follow up the leads, which is fucking stupid. And a few girls found themselves online, and rightly so, they kicked off. And so that's why um, often it'd be a case of right if the girl's being filmed, I'm not following up with her. This is a bit different because they know the cameras there a lot of them, so it's above board. But it's a murky area. Yeah, you've just got to be careful, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Try to just be as genuine as you can. I mean, obviously, we don't tend to tell people we're dating coaches. Um, typically that will kind of come out over time if I'm spending time with someone, but I never lead with that. Um, I just say I, I travel, I do various things, which is true. I've got a few, few avenue streams of money. So you think it's in a few pies? You think it's in a few pies, like a horny old fish pies. 
Regarding Black Pill, have you ever seen a male model beginner doing day game? How would you expect the success rates? I mean, yeah, I have. I've taken a few guys out who are very, very good looking and they didn't know what they're doing and they got that initial eye in from a girl. But then the girl, in my experience, often drives them harsher for not knowing what they're up to because she assumed they she should be super confident. Uh, again, maybe she's judging a book by cover there, but yeah, look, you know, this black pill stuff is too far. If, if you're a good looking guy, but you've got zero social skills, you are going to struggle. And to be fair, even Wheat Waffle says that, doesn't he? Yeah. He's on his little graph, he goes like, sub below full yeah. game, even if you're male model looks, you're going to struggle. Yeah. So you need some base of social skills. So that is the unhidden, the, the hidden thing in the black pill thing. It's not purely about looks because you need some, some social skills there or you get counted out. Mm. I mean, yeah, the best you might get is, you know, a one-nighter with somebody. But you, even then, you know, you, you need to have some sort of social ability, otherwise you are screwed or not screwed. Um, is there any more? Yeah, final few questions and we'll wrap up. Troy, how did you get involved with the guys in Rule Zero? Well, I knew Rollo actually through Twitter, funny enough. Um, and Rollo quite likes some of the stuff that, that I've been tweeting and some of the articles that I've done. And we got chatting and then... They did this spin-off show, Rule Zero, from the other thing that they did before. They were on a different stream. That was it, really. The rest is history. Just wanted to say, love your guys' content. Super valuable stuff. Cheers. Thank you. I talked to Tom. He's just over 12 years, 350 birds. Well, yeah, good for him if he slept with 350 birds over 12 years. But again, what I would say is, is, is notch count does not indicate um, happiness. It might show a skill set in, in getting girls in bed, which is good, but it's not... I wouldn't. I think there's a danger in just chasing notch counts, thinking it's going to make you happy. Because as we, myself and Troy know, I mean, being involved in this industry a long time, and going through similar things where we thought the only parameter of, of, for success is banging, um, you, you lead yourself into sticky corners, right? And we've said this before, and look, we, we are all for go head over heels the first one or two years you get into it. Absolutely, go, go a bit obsessive, have some fun. But just be wary that just sleeping with lots and lots of women, it won't necessarily make you happy. Society seems to think to be happy, you have to be banging loads of women. And if you're not, you're a total loser. It's not a zero-sum game like that, right? It's not. A, have you got any thoughts on that? Well, the social skills that we are teaching can be used for good or for real, and they can be used for in the way that you, you, you know, the way that you choose to, the individual chooses to use them. I mean, some people might have that end objective in mind but equally a lot of guys which is also okay to which do which is fine which is fine i mean but don't just assume racking up numbers of, of birds will make you happy because we yeah, know yeah, plenty of guys you know and you know ourselves included and it doesn't make you happy it's got it to be something else it, it, it definitely won't it absolutely definitely won't and from a black hole perspective sometimes i can sound a bit like you know a guy drinking a glass of water in the desert and going oh this water's not gonna make you happy and they're like yeah but you know I just want a bit of water. But it, it definitely doesn't make you happy in any way. But, you know, some guys, they're going to want that outcome. But equally, a lot of guys who come to this space, they, they just want to meet a, a nice girl or, they, or have a girlfriend. And have a bundle. Meet a couple of girls. And the bird social you know, skills have abundance. Yeah. You know, have options. To, yeah. so not, they're not so and needy in relationships. And again, you, you've, got to go, you've got to go back to the marketing angle and think, well, what are, what are we actually, what's our proposition, our value proposition? And what we're not doing is saying, well, we've served with 1,400, you know, girls in Brazil and, you know, <laughs> all this kind of thing. And, hey, uh, my name is, I've served with 1,400 girls in Brazil. Yeah, we're not, we're not, that's not what we're about. Right? You know, what we're about is how you develop your social life in a way that you can attract more people into it and have a good time. Yeah, on that final note, I think we'll blow the candle out. We've been going 40 minutes. 
Good night, class. Good night, Tuscan Troy. That was lame. Uh, we'll see you again tomorrow. Lots more cool content coming. We're going to kickstart the process. You'll see us live in a torture chamber to begin proceedings tomorrow. And we'll see you then. Spasiba. It's been a pleasure.